Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're here with me, Pete, and alongside me this week I have Ben. Hello. And Eddie. Hello. Nice. And as usual, we will be going through a bit of the news, the new releases, a bit of what we've been playing, which includes Sonic Frontiers and God of War Ragnarok. Thank you, Ben. The big ones. The big ones, eh? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a game the discussion right there. <laughs> well, it's it, it's the start of the big... Kind of November is just stacked full of games. It's yeah. fucking insane. I can't remember a month in gaming, not even February this year, February, March, compares to this, I think. This really? Is, yeah. Massive, I think. Just so many things. I, I, I still, I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with you, but I accept. Well, it's not, for, it's not for, it's not for you, Pete, but, yeah, but, it's but for, me. for someone like myself, you got Sonic, God of War, we got Pokemon, we got Warzone, mm-hmm. uh, Football Manager, like there's just so it's much nice. stuff. I love how Football yeah. Manager's wedged in there. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just gotta get it in the end there. Gotta get it. In. <laughs> gotta get the it same in. game every week. Yes. Absolutely, buddy. <laughs> and I will pay two thousand of hours of it. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a fair point. <laughs> and our feature this week is on the Nintendo Indie Direct that was on the 9th, wasn't it? I think uh, it was late last yeah. week? Uh, no, it was Wednesday. It's a couple of days ago. Ah, yet. okay. Right, fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you're right, Pete. That is that. I've lost all track of days. No, okay. it was last Wednesday. You see, so the ninth makes sense. There you go. Right. Wednesday a couple days ago. Ben. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> Do you I think th- it was Friday? No. <laughs> days lose all meaning for me, Eddie. They lose <laughs> yeah. all meaning. That's the best insane. thing about this is we're recording late. We're recording a day I, I, late. I, I, than don't, I don't work a normal work schedule, so forgive me. <laughs> yeah. all... The days of the week have just blurred into one. Yeah, absolutely. That's... It's one long weekend, baby. <laughs> you spent so much time playing Sonic and God of War that time has lost all meaning. Oh, man. I have, uh, this week, I have smashed the game. I've played so much. Like I've, It's like a proper fucking... I've spent more time playing games than working. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah, so there's more about something else. Yeah, maybe, maybe it does. <laughs> Oh, well, so we get on to real news as opposed to personal life news, though. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, let's do that. So the quick news, um, as we just said, Warzone. Warzone 2.0 and DMZ. Um, the event for that showing them off for the first time with streamers was held last week. I don't know if you caught any of that, Eddie, or you've caught up on videos afterwards, but um, yeah. I watched the event and it was... I don't think it was very good. <laughs> I don't think it showed off the. Ge- I think the games are fine. Don't get me wrong. I don't yeah. think. I think Warzone looks great and all that kind of stuff. I think Activision, Activision using the streamers, inviting them in to show it off, is in theory a good idea. But uh, it didn't seem like they briefed them at all, and they gave them no time to like practice settings. Or it was it was a bit of a clusterfuck. I thought. Yeah, <laughs> but I, why didn't they? I said this to you tonight, Ben, after watching some of the videos. Why didn't mm. they just spend 20 minutes prepping them? Like, explaining what the no game idea. modes are and stuff. No fucking idea. Like, you got some streamers there. I mean, They I was flew up all the way to LA, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And especially DMZ, which is a new That's mode, what I mean, which, yeah. is, which is, uh, like, um, a looter extraction type shooter instead on the Warzone map. Um, they, some of the... They, one thing, the streamer should take it upon themselves to research this before going. Ah, that yes, is, yeah. We that, should let's put not, the blame there. Let's yeah. not forget that. Um, <laughs> maybe Activision assumed too much, but some of them just didn't have a fucking clue what they were going in there for. Yeah. And it was almost like, well, I'm never going to play this mode, so who cares? Um, <laughs> but regardless, uh, that that was an event show, and you can catch videos online of any 
kind of Warzone streamers and Warzone comes out tomorrow. That'll be in our new releases. We'll talk about it there. Um, the next one, uh, finally, Ash Ketchum off of Pokemon <laughs> is the greatest Pokemon trainer in the world. Uh, he won the Masters 8 tournament of the of the Pokemon World Coronation Series. Um, so this is the first time in 25 years that he's actually won. The yeah. t- he always fails otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he's finally he's finally won. And I believe they actually showed the episode or the final part of the episode where he won uh, on the side of buildings yeah. in central Shibuya. Yeah. So um, that's how big it is in Japan. Yeah. Um, pretty. I mean, it's massive. Like he, even my girlfriend who doesn't give a shit about gaming, literally went, "Oh, have you heard the Ash from Pokemon?" I was like, "Yes, I have." <laughs> I <laughs> actually have. Why is everyone talking about this? <laughs> oh, that's so. Well, he's. They've aired it in Japan. It's airing, I think, l- next year or something elsewhere in the world. But that's quite a big because this is prepping for Pokemon's release again. New releases, spoilers. Yeah. Um, it's prepping for pe- the new Pokemon game, which is set to possibly be the biggest game launch ever in japan um so it does add a little bit of spice to that as well just allows them to promote that a bit more so i do i do like this because it's taken them 24 and a half years longer than almost every other person who touched pokemon (laughs) to get to this point still still, nine years old still 10 He's still yeah, not ten years old. Yeah, yeah. still rocking. Still, <laughs> if they'd actually aged him, it's a thirty-five-year-old man. Finally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 us, Pete. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and he uh, didn't go to school, didn't go to university, but he's finally no. world champion. No, no wonder we, we he fucking kept on losing. <laughs> we, we tried at age ten and we succeeded, and he didn't. So yeah. <laughs> just repeating Groundhog Day he, he over and over again. To, he wasn't allowed to get older until he'd done it. Is that Oh god. That that is a that is a tragic next wow. season. Oh goodness. Yeah. Whew, that's a harsh paper round. Anyway, um next one. Remedy have announced a sequel to Control, which was a game of the year candidate a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um so that's that's nice for fans of that series. Um then we have former WWE wrestler and Guardians of the Galaxy actor Dave Batista. He really wants to play Marcus Phoenix in the next uh, in the Netflix Gears of War adaptation. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I, I think, think it suits Batista, the build, doesn't he? Perfect. Yeah, perfect look for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I actually like him as actor, yeah. and yeah, like you need for for the Gears of War stuff. Surely you need that. Like beasting physique. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's all That's about what you that, need. Yeah. yeah, get Dave Batista, maybe The Rock. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> next one, uh, Netflix animated Dragon Age series is getting a December release date. Hmm. So anybody interested in the Dragon Age series? Uh, yeah, I didn't realise they were doing an animated no, series. No, I know. Least. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, this story. is news to me as well, which is interesting. But I would be intrigued by this. Yeah, want to want to have a look in uh, anyway, isn't it? I mean, it it does wonders to get people to play the older games as well, and a new yes. Dragon Age is in development, isn't it? So, yeah, um, yeah it all all comes around. Um, next one, big big quick news of the week: Mario Strikers now has a free demo. So what that means <laughs> is you can play the whole game. <laughs> yeah, because there will be no other content. <laughs> uh, that you really need to consider after playing that free demo. So play that, play the game. Brilliant. Uh, next one, uh, new PS5 Slim is rumoured for quarter three of 2023, um, which actually does make sense because the PS4 came out in 2013 and then the Slim version of that came out in 2016 for Christmas. So 
there are rumours, and I think they are kind of heavy rumours, and it, it does work out timings-wise, even though that seems weird, because it seems like this generation hasn't even started. Yeah, that's what mm. I was thinking, is like, where are they finding the chips to make the slim version? <laughs> they don't have enough yeah. already. Um, yeah, but the, but but also PlayStation have done a hell of a lot of development in terms of making their current model of the uh, of the PlayStation more economically viable. Actually, trying to net even slash make a profit on that system because of reducing size of different components and all that kind of stuff. So they're doing the the internal R and D. So it makes sense that a slim model would come out and then you can fit X number more on a pallet. It makes the whole thing cheaper in terms of delivery costs and shipping and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it would definitely make sense if they wanted to actually start to make some money on these systems instead of a loss like we talked about last week. Of course. Um, Um, Next one. This one, I think, is a big one. Well, it would be a big one for you, Pete, but you play it on PC. Anyway, uh, Witcher (laughs) next-gen release uh, has been... The update for that has been announced for the 14th of December, and it's a free download if you already own the game. Mm. Um, But if you haven't got a next-gen console, do not fear, because the Xbox One, the PS4, and the Switch versions are receiving an update with, and I quote, numerous additions and improvements. Yeah. Cool. So, As another console, you can... uh... Failed. To <laughs> yes. I'm, well, I was thinking because uh, I think John put up on Twitter about how he was going to attempt to play it yet again to try and get into it. You think he's been waiting for the next year release, and I probably will as well. And it's just deciding which version I play at this point, <laughs> um, which version I get the next gen catch on. <laughs> so yeah. Um, then we have uh, yeah on. Twitch yesterday, Nico or Dino on Twitch. Um, I've talked about him a number of times on this podcast. Um, he completed the God Run three yesterday after 128 days, uh, 120 days of trying. So the God Run is completing Demon Souls, Dark Souls one, two, and three, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and Elden Ring all in a row without taking one hit. <laughs> He'll never hear this unless I clip it for Twitter or something, but congratulations, my man. That is quite the achievement. <laughs> it's um, like, you have to want to achieve it, mustn't you? He, I mean, he is, so he's a professional. It, it, it is his, yeah, it is his niche, does, yeah. but he is, a, he is a streamer. That's his job. Yeah. And yeah, he streams every... He has one day off a week, I think. And uh, yeah, 128 days... 120 days. That's why I'm reading that. <laughs> You're not really struggling with that zero there, Ben. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. Yeah, 120 days. But actually, that is the quickest time because the God Run... This is the third God Run because it every time a new game comes out, it gets added to it. Yeah. Um, but the other two God Runs have taken a lot longer than that. So <laughs> to do it in 120 days is insane like i could never even imagine no hitting any of these games let alone Mm. all seven so congrats and finally on the twit news uh, on the quick news um kirk gave us a story from the verge uh phil spencer confirmed in an interview that he is open to a longer term commitment that sony would be comfortable with regarding call of duty um again he is doing the rounds, isn't he? Um, yeah. <laughs> continues to go on podcasts or wherever just to say the same thing. He's just playing the game. He's open to and they intend and all this kind of stuff. Uh, it's the same thing as he's saying all along. Mm. I don't think it moves the conversation forward at all. It just... Um, man does job, isn't it? <laughs> man does job. Man does job, can change mind at any moment. Perfect. Yeah. 
exactly this, yeah. is, this is what I, I i said earlier like i liken to it um if your boss said uh yes i will i absolutely am open to and intending to give you an inflationary pay rise mm. but they never do it means nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it means nothing <laughs> anyway yeah. that's the quick news and on to the main news then which is pretty god of war heavy it's got to be said because mm. ragnarok day one uk sales have outsold god of war 2018 yeah like yeah that's pretty impressive. big to start impressive yeah yeah so this is the physical sales for the uk which were greater than any other full week launch sales for other titles in the franchise um so yeah it's i mean who was it gfk's boss dorian block stated that god of war ragnarok would debut as number one which isn't really a big surprise and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> added in that it's the first cross-gen title in the series which is going to help to be fair but it, yes i mean yes yeah uh so this doesn't include the digital downloads which i think is the key bit there um so we can probably say overall there's going to be more digital downloads than physical sales yes it's about 50 50 isn't it but yeah, it is increasing all the time isn't it yeah that's it i think it's nudging closer to 60 40 as we move mm. um so we can say it's had a very very good first week <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> and it, yeah yeah it was added to this by the way that more than half of all playstation 5 console sales this week were part of the promotional god of war bundle Whoa. i thought that was the most mental part yeah, yeah. like so so that bundle, that is the PlayStation 5 God of War bundle, isn't it? Yes. That's the one we're talking about. That comes yes. with a console. Yes. Um, so that's, that's insane. Like, that, <laughs> What was what, the bundle, do we know? Like price? I, no, I don't know. Do you remember we saw the, the VR bundle that I told you about last week? And yes. it was literally yeah. the same bloody price with the extra game. So, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. You probably... Mm. Maybe you saved it a little bit because they had one for Horizon, which I'm sure was a slight discount or something. Yeah. Um, it just seems mental that people are like rebuying because presumably, if you getting God of War Day One, mm. you probably pretty diehard kind of you know you're a hardcore. Well, yeah. well this is PlayStation what I wondered. Fan. Is is it just that this is the trigger for a bunch of PS4 owners to go? Yeah, I'll get it now. Oh, good point. You know what I yeah. mean. Is it just yeah, yeah. like, all right, finally, I'll do it? Um, um, yeah, it's a good shout. That's really I wonder point. how many were double dippers, though. Yeah. Because I mean, I've only ever got a console when there's a game, like, for it. If you know what I mean? That, that, yeah, I mean, apart from this it series, exactly. It's, it's mm. always, I always hold off, hold off, hold off, you know, waiting for a deal. Don't really mm. look for deals. But then there's that one game that makes me go, fuck, now I have to get it. So, yeah, that's a Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen the the bundle box. Um, I assumed the PlayStation looked a bit different, but it probably doesn't, does it? It probably is just a normal looking PS5, so there wouldn't be any double dippers. You wouldn't have thought. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I don't. I don't think you have more money edition. than anyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sell, no, you, but you sell your original one, wouldn't you? I mean, or yeah. just keep it lying around, like like someone else on the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my Xbox. Yeah, I've got several Xboxes and several Switches. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Please, that's, la- that's more please laziness. Sell more your please, <laughs> please, please do something about it. <laughs> yeah, You're maybe, already hoarding. Maybe. <laughs> maybe these will be worth. These will be worth marginally more than they currently are in twenty years' time. <laughs> yes, oh, but oh. anyway, and with that... inflation, they'll be worth less. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this was the the whole story, by the way. There's no more to it than that. But I don't think there needs to be because. 
Well, oh no! It, I mean, it's it's big. Um, yeah. The fact huge. that the fact that digital sale percentage is probably rising, mm-hmm. and and given that the last one came out in two thousand eighteen, it's quite impressive that those physicals have held over, isn't it? Like that is Massively, that is incredibly yeah. impressive. Now the uh, God of War two thousand eighteen, I think, has sold. I think it's twenty three million. Mm. It's twenty three million copies, which is insane as well. Like yeah. that. That is mental. Um, so yeah, this is going to do amazing numbers as well, and and good good luck to it. Like fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we look forward to hearing more about it later. We've actually got oh, more yes. about it in the news, haven't we? As well. Nice segue. <laughs> yes. Very good segue. Um, God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition missing games codes and steelbook on some deliveries. Mm. Got to have some negative news, don't you? I'm not really good. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, God of War's Ragnarok uh, two hundred dollar collector's edition comes in a gold embossed box with a sixteen inch replica of Norse god Thor's hammer. Pete, what's Thor's hammer called? Mjolnir. <laughs> Is that Pete? That was fucking brilliant. It's like you're from fucking Odyssey. That's incredible. Um, a set of a great dwarven dice, downloadable cosmetics, and more. Um, that and more ideally uh, will suck out some of the sting if you, like other buyers, have reported. Open up your two hundred dollar box and realize that it's not only. Is there no steelbook display case, but there's no game code either. Um, basically, there's been. Quite a few uh, recorded issues of it. Um, Sony, on a lot of occasions, um, and this has been posted by people, um, are blaming retailers um, (laughs) and saying, you need to go to your retailer, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, again, people have posted the replies from the retailers and the retailers are going, no, you need to contact Sony. Um, So, yeah, while Sony and its retailers chase each other in circles, Ragnarok director Corey Barlog is apparently taking... um, Basically taking it into his own hands. Uh, he's he's posted on Twitter to someone's messages. Did you ever get a response or code yet? Um, and then the the person um, says basically no. And then he he actually gives him a code. Uh, and this has happened a few <laughs> times. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, people are still upset and they're posting things like Sony needs to get off their ass and you know help me because I mean the director can't do it all. But yeah, I mean first of all. It's very upsetting that there's loads of cases that have been, yeah, been said about. Um, obviously, it's really cool that Corey's kind of getting involved and trying to help out as much as possible. Probably because he doesn't want this to be a big thing. Yes, um, you don't but want yeah, it to overshadow, do you? exactly. That that's the problem with these game launches. All it takes is something silly. I mean, we all know the Fallout seventy six um, stupid duffel bag thing. Mm. Um, I mean, it was a shit game anyway, <laughs> so you can't really. Um, yeah. But and yeah, the what cheap you crap duffel bags did not go well, did they? Yeah. They didn't go down no. well when it was a shit game as well. Yeah, shit game, <laughs> shit, shit. Oh, just shit, just everything See, shit. With this one, there's quite a quite a few bits because I heard about the Sony responses. The main thing was like, you know, things go wrong. Like sometimes things don't get included in all the bad batches, all that kind of stuff. So that that can happen. I don't think anybody's saying like that that shouldn't happen like it it will it's human error and all that kind of stuff um it's sony's initial response was their standard we'll get back to you within five to seven business days yes yeah, <laughs> yeah that was posted all I'm, I'm, I'm sorry i've spent 200 and this is 200 dollars that's what's now, most mad about this yeah in black friday you can get a series s for 250 
Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And this is $200. Now, <laughs> these are your these are your fans who love it so much yeah, that, that they are spending $200 on a collector's edition. Sony should almost have a team ready mm. to take um to action any requests that come in around it like that that should be they should have a few people on standby to be dealing with this now it might not be as widespread as we think but i do actually know of a streamer who unboxed live on oh no yeah live on thing and then and she said just before she when she opened it and she couldn't find it she was like hmm gonna get about to get real salty (laughs) (laughs) and you can't what are we missing can you Oh, what are we missing? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, 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 yes, it's crazy, but amazing work by uh, Corey Barlog. That's mm. cool. I know I mean, that's really cool. Yeah, I like that. For him to actually take the time to get involved, even if it's a couple of people, you know, it's just great. These are your big fans. Work. Absolutely, big fans. You know? Yeah. Even if it is so, probably out of pure panic. But, also, and does... uh, yeah, we we don't know how widespread this is, but Sony. Yeah keep getting kind of blasted in the media by for different things don't they <laughs> they can't do anything well when it's pr no. um, i do like that they immediately just went well it's the retailer's fault like, yes that's, that's a great place to start with yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not it's not great when you're when you're getting the people who spent 200 dollars to go chasing things around yes uh sony retailer back to sony then worried they're not going to get response all this kind of stuff how do you prove that it's not there all this kind of nonsense so yeah, what a shame. Um, uh, third main story of the week. We had the Game of the Year nominee, uh, nominees. They've been announced. Uh, so of uh, the the kind of Jeff Keighley show that will be going on on the 8th of December. So the six that are involved for Game of the Year are Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, A Plague Tale Requiem, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and Stray. Mm. Um I think the list is fairly standard based on reviews, except for the surprise that, in my mind, would be that Stray made the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it was the least likely one of the six, wasn't it? But it definitely was. Yeah, it's kind of that spot where you think, "Ooh, this." Where they look at, it's not. It's, you, what term do you you say, Andy? Don't you? Is it like a? It's like a an A produced indie. Yeah. Um, where it's like looking to is there an indie game or something that can fit in to kind of span that spread the net a little bit um i'm surprised that neon white i thought if there were an indie or a not a triple a to be getting in there i thought neon white neon white with its like 90 metacritic might slip in that's it you'd think neon white would have a better chance than plague tale for one that's what Um, right so there's two things yeah i'm surprised strays in but i'm very happy about it a plague tale are people saying that's a good game? Because everyone I've talked to, and I'm really upset about this because this means I have to fucking play it now. <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you what, I th- think it's a mid eighties on Metacritic. Mm. It's it's, well, a, it's a good. From what I played, it was a good game. It just wasn't what I hoped for. Yeah, you see I'm, what I mean? I'm, I'm going to play. It. I'll let you know what I think next week. But um, mm. I'm also. Surprised that I mean I'm I'm happy, but Bayonetta three like everyone's saying it's I know fucking amazing. Yeah. I know that that also hasn't got a look into that. That is also a mid eighty score. Now that could that could have easily made this list. I think there are quite a few that could have made this list. There's that Norco game that that yeah. has an eighty nine on Metacritic. We mentioned it the other week. I hadn't heard of it. It's actually coming to Game Pass this month, November. Really? That's Ooh. been confirmed as well as June. That's been confirmed as well. But yeah. Because uh, I think the list of November Game Pass games came out today. So yeah, Norco's 
Norco's in there. Um, I don't know if this this probably isn't interesting. Um, Last of Us Part One. I don't. I don't even know if that qualifies. I, I really hope it doesn't. Like, yeah. I really hope it doesn't. Because obviously um, that had a high Metacritic score. Yes. Um, but there are other remakes and stuff. Even Tactics, Ogres, Ogres Tactics, whatever it's called. Um, that oh, had an yeah. incredible Metacritic score as well. And that's not in here. And that's a remake. I don't know if remakes get in. Yeah, so they like, qualify. That's a good point. It did, it did. We kind of put them in ours. But I don't think they yes. do that. Because Mass no, Effect wasn't in there. Um, ah, yeah. Mass Effect Legendary wasn't in there, yeah. was it? I mean, Dead Space next year. Will that count? Because it's ground up. Yeah, I mean, but Ooh, last I think one was, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Not allowed. Yeah. Kids right. Kids right. No, what I'm I mean, what I'm interested in is this is seeing how much recency bias has an impact on this. Oh, like, it must. Everyone's it must. forgotten about Horizon Forbidden West of the ones on the list. And even Elden Ring is not going to be remembered as strongly as like God of War. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It will so. peak because it's it's human nature and it's being voted for by journalists. We we can also have a vote, but we only account for a small percentage of like the public's vote is yeah, I don't know, like a ten percent or something of the yeah. of the final vote. So, um, and it's it's the journalists voting voting, so they will have recency bias just because it's human nature, I suppose. Yeah, that's it. Um, but. Uh, yeah, just it just is what it is. Uh, we're not going to give away a lot on what our thoughts are on Game of the Year, etc., because we have our own show. Remember, we do. so um, we do. That will probably be released between Christmas and New Year for your listening pleasure. That's what we were discussing the other day, weren't we? Yes. Probably between Christmas Some, and New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we did mention it last week, but formally say it this week that um, Christopher Love. AKA Deadbeat Punk, AKA the host of the popular podcast, uh, WTFDYW, or What the Fuck Do You Want, uh, will be <laughs> yeah. joining us for the antics of the Game of the Year show as well. So we look forward to that one. Yes, indeed. Um, so, yeah. So they're, they're the nominees, and uh, there are many other categories as well. So go and check it out on the, on the actual Game of the Year website. But yeah, 8th of December is the live show on the evening. Is it some obscene time? I can't remember. I believe it's like a an eight to twelve or a nine to okay. one for us in the oh, UK. I think because yeah, I think bearable. I watched. I remember watching mm, I'm some not, of one of them. But. Yeah, I remember. I think um, maybe it goes on a little bit because I, I remember watching some. Maybe I watched it again in the morning. So yeah, it probably does kind of go into territory of going to bed. So yeah, yeah. I think it's on a Thursday as well. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well. I think I've got Christmas party on the Friday, so I it's actually good think that it's my Christmas Thursday. party is on the Thursday, so I might be uh, watching that. Ah, yeah, <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, all right, let's move on to new releases. Uh, mm. The first one is quite a biggie. It's Warzone Two coming out on PC, Ooh. PlayStation's, Xboxes. Uh, no Switch. There you go, Ben. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel console, fine about it because I feel fine about it because everyone knows it's not coming to Switch, so it's not new news. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it just, it, this kind of just cements that the Switch. I feel absolutely fine about console. it, Eddie. Eddie, like Eddie, hundred percent. I feel great about it. If anything, I celebrate it. <laughs> coming out November sixteenth. So today, if you're listening, yesterday, um, yeah, it's it's Sorry? it's Warzone. <laughs> it's uh, it's got the DMZ mode as well. Ben, is that what it's yes. called? 
Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it recently. We've talked about it individually between us. <laughs> I forgot us, what the like, name was. Well. Well. Yeah. I almost said TMZ, but isn't that like a gossip <laughs> program in America? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a thing like that. But yeah, DMZ. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a good day, and the battle pass will be coming out as well. So yeah. Um, I'm going to be chucking loads of hours into the, the DMZ mode and I think we're going to, on Friday night, Ben, we're going to have a little, yeah. well, if if all the load, if all the loading and fucking downloading and all the servers are all working on Friday, uh, we're going to try and play it all together, which will be... Yeah, so officially... Well, it officially launches 6pm in the UK on the 16th, uh, so on Wednesday, 6pm. Now, I know streamers are all going to be trying to play it, so it should theoretically work, but we know. I mean, oh, yeah. what, what happened when we tried to play Caldera oh, to start with? Like, we just gave up, and we gave up for months as well. We just went, oh, this is bullshit. This is, this is terrible. And that was the longest we ever went off Warzone, wasn't it? We went, yeah. probably didn't touch it for over three months, I reckon. Yeah, or more, yeah. We just yeah. went, oh, it's, it's Yeah, it was unplayable, so... Not going to do that, and that's the that's why they need to hit the ground running. But well, DMZ uh, is actually a beta. Oh, they is said it? the DMZ oh, mode is a beta, uh, so I think they're prepping for a lot more to be added to it. Uh, oh, I'm wondering yeah. how the loop of that, whether that is enough to actually keep people playing. But so, we will report back on that. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm going to play the show of it. The only thing I was really devastated to read was that you go in as a trio, don't you? No, you can uh, do it single and duos you, by turning off the squad fill. You you can but yes. then, but like that's that's like uh, no one will do that basically because you can do that on Warzone. You can you can go in into quads as a single. You just don't put auto fill. Yes, but yes, you no can. No one does that unless they're but absolute I think, pros. I think this is a slightly different thing that we just have to see how it pans out. Like they actually act, they actively say it's trios, but in their yeah. blog post they do say. But singles but, and duos. But if you're a single player going into a trio, like the the way I'm yeah. trying to say it is, I will always go in as a trio because if I come across a trio by myself, I'm dead every single time. Absolutely, hundred um, yeah. percent. And that devastates me because I, I would I would have loved it to be like a single player thing. But yeah, they might add it in though. They might add it in. So yeah, hopefully. Well, we'll see. Next one, Aspire Two, uh, coming out on Quest Two, November seventeenth. Set in the year 2036, Aspire 2 marks the return of Aspire Agent POE, the primary operator of Aspire. After emerging from a seven-year coma, POE is thrust back into the world of dark espionage as the centerpiece of the Aspire project. Um, This is a a stealth action VR game. Um, It looks really cool. Uh, if I'm going to be honest, but I love the look of all VR games. I would love yeah. to play it. It's only 20 quid, uh, but of course you, it's on VR, so you need to take out a mortgage <laughs> first to buy all the equipment uh, yeah. and stuff. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, first person shooter in VR, like, that's that'd be pretty cool. I like there's loads of stealth elements to it as well, so it's not just yes. you know the usual running in and shooting, the, and you can do things like hack computers and and see where people are and stuff like that. So there, there is was a layer. cool there was a cool uh, like four on four VR shooter uh, multiplayer shooter which was called something like Dark Zero or something, but the problem with it is obviously if it's multiplayer based and you're just not getting the players, then it kind of dies to death no matter how yeah. Kind of, it's a niche market, isn't it? So, very. Ah, like, 
It would be cool though, wouldn't it? it? Would be really cool. Love it. Yeah, absolutely love to play this, but uh, it's not happening with the price tag. <laughs> um, <laughs> next one, Frozen Flame, coming out just on PC, uh, November seventeenth. A challenging exploration and survival adventure set in the dying world of dragons. Only those who harness the power of Frozen Flame have the means to survive the harsh conditions of the realm and able to muster the strength to cleanse it for good. Um, I'm glad I said cleanse, because I saw clean, and I was going to go cleans. <laughs> I, I put I soldiered through. Um, there's a third person, a little cartoon graphics. Uh, it's very bright. Um, there's all the usual stuff that you can do on these kind of games, you know, like the crafting and upgrading and stuff like that. Uh, there are special abilities and special enemies, though. Uh, it, it it looks pretty standard. Uh, what do you guys think? I think your last sentence hit the nail on the head for me a bit. Yeah. Uh, it, 100%. It 100%. Sort of I thought exactly the, the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's doesn't look like it's going to set the world light in any way. No, it's a packed genre. So um, yes, absolutely. You're in trouble. Um, all right, <laughs> let's move on to game of the year: uh, Goat Simulator Three, coming out on PC, PlayStation's, and Xbox next gen only. Apparently, uh, November seventeenth. Pilgrim's back. <laughs> See that? It's got like four A's for our listeners. I'm not just getting excited. Yes, right, yeah. uh, gather your herd and venture forth into Goat Simulator 3, an all-new, totally realistic multiplayer sandbox farmyard experience. Um, so those of you, I'll just, I'll just read out some key features. Um, key feature number one. Uh, this is from their website. You can be a goat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's uh, a key this- feature. <laughs> It's time we actually hired game designers and we're told they've added an okay amount of content, events, <laughs> NPCs to mess with. Physics, status effects, collectibles, Easter eggs, lies, betrayal, and heartbreak. Um, they've added mini games too, lots of mini games. Uh, seven, to be precise. Um, there is a disclaimer uh, Goat Simulator 3 is another completely stupid game. Will this game teach you how to become one of your local herd? Probably not. Learning about real goats with David Attenborough or something would absolutely be the smarter thing to do. <laughs> Best blurb. Best yes. blurb ever. Thank you, Goat Simulator. We always knew you were going to be Game of the Year, but it's blurbs like that. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ever, like... ever going to get this, though? <laughs> well, Goat Simulator 1 came onto Game Pass, and then they obviously skipped Goat Simulator 2 because they didn't fancy it. Um <laughs> But but uh, I think there was actually there is actually a story to Goat Simulator. I think it's actually like a like it's a level based thing. Or interesting, it's not on Game Pass Day One, so I'm not gonna play it immediately. But when it comes on Game Pass, I assume it will come on Game Pass at some yeah, point. I'll, I'll definitely play it. Yeah, that's fair. I I do like the look of Hoofball. By the way, oh yeah, yeah. That's one of the games. Think of Rocket League with goats, which sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we've all wanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear me! All right, let's move on. Uh, My Fantastic Ranch coming out on PC, PlayStation's, Xboxes, and Switch, November seventeenth. Train dragons and unicorns in your fantastic ranch. Take care of them and build relationships between them. Uh, that's a really bad sentence. Uh, and students through riding lessons become <laughs> the most famous the ranch in the Enchanted Kingdom. <laughs> 
I think the relationships were, were between them and the students, not between. Oh, them. okay. That's, Take there, care of them no and build relationships between them and them and students. Yeah, it's still pretty yeah. badly. <laughs> yeah, it does. Out. It does. But. Um, this is it's like a ranch builder and management game. It is designed for kids. Uh, quite clearly, they've gone down that route. It's kind of got like an Animal Crossing look to it. Um, I'm not going to shit on this because, like, the building elements to it looks fun. The kind of atmosphere at all, I bet for kids it would be lovely, but it, even for adults it's, like, pleasant. And, of course, there's, like, farming and stuff, so obviously I'm all I, in. I know Pete won't shit on this. Why? Because <laughs> so. you get to train a dragon. Ah, very good. Even, even so... <laughs> there are limits, Ben. Oh, yeah. I know Pete it's Pete's train- favourite movie, but come on. <laughs> it's my hangover movie, the- and I defend I saw that this. for life. <laughs> I saw this, and I was like, Pete, there we See, go. I mean, it weirdly doesn't... enough, I saw this and thought it's a Ben game. So no. <laughs> you get yeah, to train dragons. Like Animal Crossing kind of Ben, yeah. yeah. I would yeah, be surprised. Exactly. I would be surprised if in three weeks Ben will be going, by the way, for the past three weeks I've been playing my fantasy. He's gonna put it out for game of the year, isn't he? If it's on Game Pass, <laughs> it's it is on Switch. So <laughs> if it was on Game Pass. It didn't what I would say is it didn't look like it had a um, stellar frame rate. Oh. Yeah. It looked okay. a bit look, for, for the it audience. A bit janky. It looks like a Switch game. And, and well, take, like. t- wind that back. Wind, wind that back a moment. Yeah, um, and even when you said Animal Crossing, look, I, I, I stopped myself from jumping in there because that's a bit hurtful to Animal Crossing. But <laughs> this is no, Ben. I'm saying this looks okay. I, I reckon okay. this is on Game Pass. I'd play it. There you go. Pete Big would. comment. Pete would. I, Pete would. I don't know how to tell you this, Ben, but I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. Yeah, I get it. I get it, Pete. Yeah, I believe it's in Pete's game of the year. I think well, it's on his wish list. We'll find out. It's actually, it's actually not, not yet, not yet, because you've only heard about it. Yeah, my God, he's left the door open. Yeah, I mean, don't tease. I mean, it's got something for everyone here. Very good, Ben. That, that got drowned out a... by Pete, but that was really good banter, Ben. I appreciate what, what I'll do is I'll just silence his audio at that nice. point. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> good bit is, I drowned it out, so I didn't hear it at all, so I get to listen to that. I'm not oh, going to be like, oh, we're played. Played. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you'll listen to that back and you'll feel sick. Um, right, next one, Oakenfold. Coming out on PC, November 17th. Heavy day. Heavy day. Uh, outsmart, outsmart your foes in this clever turn-based strategy roguelike. Uh, utilize the unique time scrubber TM mechanic to discover the optimal solution. Just never forget every step matters. Um, just so you know, a time scrubber TM uh, is a freely usable undo and redo system. Um, so it's just a fucking undo button. Um, it's a basic turn-based roguelike game Uh, it looks okay Um, the the animations are really quite fucking simple which is a bit of a shame I would have thought they would have put some effort into it Um, but I guess the tactics element to it could be fun what do you guys think Pete I'm looking at you here do you think this is okay I I don't (laughs) fuck's sake Uh, (laughs) (laughs) this is one of those games that is in a pat genre and will just disappear like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it is, and there's much better ones, much better looking ones, much deeper ones. Well, so, yeah, I, 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 I agree. But my one point here would be: Have they called it Time Scrubber TM, 
or have they trademark trademarked the time scrubber system? I think because if they, they have, yeah. if they've trademarked it, they really believe in that system. They <laughs> fucking believe in that yeah. system. Yeah, they must be fucking good. Or <laughs> if they've just called it time scrubber TM. I salute them because they've made me ask the question and made me come to the conclusion that it must be fucking good. I don't think so. They've got the little TM next to it every single time in all the descriptions yeah. and everything. So, like, I think they've actually trademarked it. So, hmm, must be good, guys. They believe in it. <laughs> it's a fucking they undo button. It. It's an undo yeah. button, people. No, but they were what? able to trademark it. So, hey, oh, must be quite unique. Yeah, me. Watch out, Microsoft Word. You're going to have your undo button taken away. Um, Star Sand, <laughs> coming out on PlayStation's Xboxes November 17th. Star Sand is a mystical survival game set among the dunes of an arcane desert. An open world full of danger, vast environments, and mysterious happenings await you. Explore, hunt, craft, build, and survive. I feel like all these survival games end with a combination of five words. Like, explore, <laughs> hunt, craft, build. Craft, build will always be there. Explore will probably be there. And survival will probably be there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Be be, be better. Um, this looks uh, frighteningly like Conan. Um, in mm-hmm. fact, when I looked at gameplay, I thought, is this the first hour of Conan? But it's not. Um, unless they just copied it from Conan. Um, it has... No, I've I've looked and it has nothing extra uh, that Conan or Ark don't already do. Um, yeah, uh, it's a shame because I I think this looks quite nice uh, and I love yeah, these kind of games. But so, yeah, but what would I? Oh, sorry, you go, Pete. You go. I was just going to say it's been out for a year on PC. This yeah. one, uh, and, it, and it's, it's very it's positive. Positive yeah. reviews, yeah. Especially yeah. recently, they're very positive. Yeah. Uh, I think it was early access before. It's still in early access on PC. Okay, fair enough. Yep. Um, but yeah, to me, it just looks like Conan gameplay in a sort of medieval June, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they're, they're clearly yeah, channeling yeah. June. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but my my yeah. main thing about looking at this was like, what 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 is driving you to play this game? Mm. Like what what is the point of this? I'm looking at this. I'm going well. What's the like cool loop? What's the cool thing? I well, that I'm on sand. I think is there's that... absolutely no cool loop, and that and that's what will make this game a flop. But I do I do know people who play you know your arcs, your Conans, and they, they nothing are wrong all... with that. Nothing wrong with it. No, absolutely not. I, I I've played fucking thousands of hours of bloody arc and probably a couple yeah. hundred of Conan. But um, it's just the people are looking for their next one to all jump online with their mates to play. So. But they, I feel like they need something extra. Yeah, the the trailer or the original video that I watched for this was just showing a shitload of shitload of sand. <laughs> okay, and then then he threw a spear at just one fucking animal or something. I was like, oh, what the fuck is is this? It? <laughs> what, what's what's the hook here? I, I, do, I do wonder though, Ben, if they put it in snow, you'd have been all in, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, it's fucking all in, man. Different climates. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> so for all the people who like hot places, it's, it's that's their thing. Who are those people? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds irritating. Um, I will say that quote Anakin. <laughs> I will say that they're the producers, um, Toplitz Productions. Uh, mm. They actually made, well, they funded uh, Medieval Dynasty, which, as you know, is I think is oh, a fucking they, amazing game. They never miss. Mm. Oh, fucking 
I mean, I wouldn't go that far. They've got some other games too. But... <laughs> I've only heard about one. I've only heard about one, Pete. That's a hundred percent record. All right, I'll tell you another one that I know you'll love, Ben. Uh, Lumberjack's Dynasty. Fantastic. <laughs> See, two I considered two. mentioning that one and went with the Unicorn Princess instead, which is also <laughs> yeah. nearly. Well, Ben, my <laughs> one. Well, actually, I liked my Fantastic Ranch. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Let's move on. Uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology, uh, The Devil in Me, coming out on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, is November 18th. A group of documentary filmmakers receive a mysterious call inviting them to a modern-day replica of serial killer H.H. H. Holmes' murder castle. Uh, but on arrival, they soon discover they're being watched and even manipulated, and suddenly there is much more at stake than just their ratings. Um, it's a cinematic horror game. It's multiplayer. Um, it says share your story online with a friend or aim for safety in numbers through the offline five-player past-the-pad mode. Ah, oh, so you get to vote on what to do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I quite like that. Um, in fact, yeah. I'm actually looking for a new game to play with my girlfriend just to kind of... And I'm looking for one of these kind of games. I mean, I'm these never are good for that. For it. Um, they are good for that, and they, they are at a reduced price as well. They don't come out full price; they come out about thirty quid. I I played the last one, didn't I? House of Ashes. Yeah, you did. This one's thirty-five, um, um, but that's right. obviously pre-purchased. So, but it is made by Supermassive, who mm-hmm. are you know this? These are the games they're that they massive. are. They're really good at. They're they're super massively good at it. So, um, although I didn't really like the quarry in. Nor did you, Pete, I think, you. mostly. So, so they do miss sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it must be said, these aren't, they aren't my type of games anyway. Um, I quite like them. I quite enjoy them. Yeah, I know, I know you do. They're not really my type of thing, but I can see why people appreciate it. Um, thing is, it, it peaked until dawn for me with them and uh, never quite hit those heights. But uh, <laughs> House of Ashes is okay. Quite enjoyed it. Mm, okay. Um, move on. Heidelberg 1693 coming out on PlayStations, Xboxes and Switch uh, November 18th. Black Magic in the Age of Pike and Shot. Reload your musket after every blast in Heidelberg 1693. A challenging 2D action adventure set in a dark twisted version of Germany, vision of Germany in the late 17th century. Um, This game looks like it was made in 1693. Um, it's very a two D. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, see what I did that. Two D. Yeah, it's right. like a. I'm going to go as far back and say 1980s game look, um, yeah. with two D 1980s game mechanics as well. Uh, this is the kind of game that I would rant on and say it's unforgivable that these. Games oh, you're are... all in on this game. I take it then. Yeah. <sighs> At least it's you know what it's eleven pounds. <laughs> it's been out. It's been out a year on on PC. So, oh, what's his ratings on PC? Is positive. it positive? Positive with only positive. forty reviews. <laughs> oh, big time! Big, big time! Big time! Big time! But I mean, it's getting a console really. So, hey, that's it's more than the Unicorn Princess, which only has twenty-five. So, <laughs> oh, that's only. Why are you on the Steam page for Unicorn Princess? Because <laughs> I had to look at it up. Because you thought did. maybe you could train dragons. <laughs> yes, I had to maybe train unicorns. He had to make sure there was no dragon training in it before he canned it. <laughs> oh, fuck my life. Um, yeah, do either of you like this? 
I mean, the only thing I say about it is it looks like um, the guys from the Empire and Warhammer. <laughs> like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? But, yes, yeah, the the hats and the and the trousers. Yeah, everything yeah, okay. about it is like adding. I mean, adding in black magic as well is what made me think that. But I don't really think two D side scrolling is the way mm. to live out that idea if you wanted to. Yeah, uh, it looks proper <laughs> crappy graphics as well. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet coming out on Switch November 18th Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet are the first open world RPGs in the Pokemon series as you enjoy the hallmarks of the series meeting, teaming up with, battling training and trading Pokemon uh, you'll be able to immerse yourself in a newly evolved adventure Ben why don't you tell us about it well it's going to look shit the (laughs) frame rate is going to be absolutely fucking garbage and it's going to have no voice acting but I'm going to play the shit out of it <laughs> and I'm going to pay full price uh, maybe full pre-orders price. full price pre-orders yeah, absolutely absolutely my friend <laughs> oh and, and and switch how much Ben come on tell us I think it's 45 oh okay alright yeah that's yeah that's not as tragic as I thought it'd be. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but uh, yeah you're going to get all all the usual um, look gash frame rate awful have to read everything, get those annoying noises, but it's open world Pokemon for the first time. Um, I'm just hoping that the difficulty is slightly because that's that's where they've been in the last couple of Pokemon games. The difficulty has just been so easy, and it's just annoyingly so. You have yeah, to just make I your own kind of adventure. It's gonna be harder. Um, I, I just like a little bit. I mean, Pokemon games are great because you can make it as hard as you want, I suppose, by enforcing your own rules, but you shouldn't have to as much. No, I I, just I, a little bit harder. I can't do that. It just lo- loses the immersion, you know, when you like purposely don't do something. Yeah. Mm. I think it's up to the developer to sort it out to me. Yeah, I think there should be something that uh, you've done. Anyway, but it's going to. I think this will be. Yeah, as I said, shaping up to one of, if not the biggest um, game release in, in Japan. I think this will do massive numbers. Uh, it will eclipse any of the, any of the other games that we're talking about, the Game of the Year candidates and all that kind of stuff. This will sell more than that over and above, um, even if it's whatever. But I'm hoping that reviews come out and it reviews well for its open world, but I have a feeling it's going to get a bit shit over for its poor performance because Nintendo Life released an article or something a couple of weeks ago and a video saying like oh, from what they played it isn't great performance and and it's just we've talked about it many times not going to go on about it too much but the fact that this is the biggest franchise like anime games all this kind of stuff in the world and it's still a relatively small team without the massive um investment in it and they they could do so much they could do so much but at least this is a progression to open world so enjoy enjoy what we can yeah. okay pete i'll talk about it next about week it? <laughs> <laughs> well it's only on switch so not really yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but I assumed Ben would be more hyped than he was there. So, you know. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously. This is weird, like, but I'm excited because Ben, you're normally really up for the Pokemon games, and then you're always disappointed. So, mm-hmm. dare I say, 
Is this going to yeah. be the other way around? Yeah, I know. I know. Going at Oh, I'm starting to get excited. Need to, need to push oh, no, down. no, no, no. <laughs> on the break, on the break. Yeah, yeah. Come on, No voice Eddie. acting, no voice acting. No voice acting. You know it's no really easy to push him over the edge. Come yes. On. Calm yourself. <laughs> hell, yeah. Just think about the frame rate. Think about the frame rate. Think about think about the animation of the trees. Yeah, and the grass. Yeah, yeah okay, fine, fine. Yeah, no. Really I'm going easy. in with realistic, realistic uh, expectations, hoping for something really and some good. Personal but... growth. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Nice. There we go. It's a new me, right, cool. new me. Okay. Um, next one, Evil West, coming out on PC, PlayStation, Xboxes, November twenty second. Um, a dark menace consumes the Old West in solo or co-op. Fight with style in visceral, explosive combat against bloodthirsty monstrosities. I was going to say monstro. No, I'm going to fuck that up. Eradicate. <laughs> I haven't fucked up yet this week, have I? No, you haven't, no. Ooh, you did skip couple... over you, a word. You, very you skipped over a word earlier, yeah. earlier <laughs> yeah. in the news story. Yes. You actively just went mm, and skipped it over. Yes, I did. I did. Because where was it? It was, was it it... remediation. Oh, yeah. That's it. it. That's yeah. it. I skipped over oh, yeah, it because it didn't need yes. it either. So I was like, I'm not going to fucking read that. Well, I'm not sure you knew whether... Eddie, I... I don't know if you knew whether it needed it because you just went, mm, don't know what it is. <laughs> no, that's when someone gives back. No, I don't know. Right. We'll move on. <laughs> I've lost my place now because I've scrolled up to the fucking news story. Uh, eradicate the vampiric hordes with your lightning-fueled gauntlet and become the Wild West superhero. Um, the developer is Flying Wild Hog, uh, who did Truck to Yomi, uh, who did like Shadow Warrior, um, and the publisher is Focus, Focus Entertainment, mm. who did Playtale. Um, yep. They did Snow Runner. Ben, you liked that. Uh, Greedfall, Farming Space. Simulator. Yeah, those so are good games. Really, really good combination there. Um, it's a third-person action adventure game. Um, it's cowboys versus vampires. So what else do you want? <laughs> uh, you can play co-op. Uh, it has great visuals. I really, really like the look of this. Um, you can evolve with perps, upgradable weapons, and tools. Uh, so it's obviously got that little, little bit extra. Uh, dare I say, this actually looks like it could be a good game. What do you guys think? I'm on board with you, yeah. Yeah, um, nice. My only... Th- I mean, it's weird that they call it the Old West because some of the scenes look Old West and some of the scenes really don't, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I did the moment I heard it was um, against vampires. I was like, I'm sure Ben's in for this at some stage. Ben Ben likes a good vampire. Uh, I'm I'm not into this. Oh Ooh. wow! Okay. I think this is going to be quite poor. Oh, why are you saying that? Yeah, for? I I don't. I think this has been hyped up a lot. Is this um, more of you managing expectations, Ben, so that you can? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking it. at this. Not I've yeah. I've looked at the um. The gameplay, the videos, the like, the set pieces that they've shown, and all that kind of stuff, and I just think this looks very done before. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I looked at some of the set pieces and I thought, well, I'd just rather be playing God of War. And I know I'm <laughs> comparing that to God of War, but you know, there's there's other. I don't know. Like, I just Ben. If uh, all right, let let me counter that. What if this came out? At a different time, when there was no other amazing bangers coming out. Yeah, I think I think that's a I think that's a really good point. I think that's a really good point. I think this is a really tough month, yes. honestly, because I thought it was coming to Game Pass. I looked earlier and it wasn't. Mm. Um, I just think it's an incredibly tough month for this game to be coming out, and it would have to be an absolute banger 
to really be a success. Mm. Um, but it, it has been hyped, mm. and people are looking forward to it. Yeah, and my only issue is it's 44 quid. Yeah, 44 quid. Which yeah. seems a bit higher than I'd like. Well, actually, but, I, th- I, th- I kind of think that's about where I'd like, because it's not going full price then. It's We live in different worlds, Ben. Yes, well, we no, do. We, we do live in different worlds because this is a console game and the reality is that most console games come out for a higher price point. Um, Callisto yes. Protocol is only coming out for 45 which I thought yeah. is remarkable. Um, but most other games will take advantage of that. So, I don't know. I, I'm being a bit sceptical on this one. Yeah, negative Ben came along to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sozzle. Next one, Just Dance 2023, uh, coming out on PlayStations, Xboxes, and Switch. On Switch? Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Make a difference, <laughs> actually. Um, November 22nd. Not going to do the spiel because it's fucking Just Dance. Oh, um, come on. <laughs> fuck you. Am I doing it for fucking Just Dance? I didn't know people still played this. Yeah, is I this know. The, it's mad. This yeah. is the first year that it's not coming out on the Wii, isn't it? Quite possibly. I think it's also the last of the yearly releases because they're just going to update it forever. Is it? Something. I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I think the the most interesting thing, I think it was this year, or maybe it was last year, was the the last year, the the first year that it's not been on the Wii because, um, yeah, they've always just brought it out on the Wii for some reason. Mm. I suppose people who bought the Wii probably still have it. Absolutely, right. and for for games like this, like yeah, exactly. it, it really hits an audience. So, mm. yeah, BTS um, will be in the game as well. There you go, yeah. the the K-pop band. Oh right, I d- I'm not down with the kids. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fine. We're not we'll asking, buddy. Wrong crowd. We'll move on. <laughs> Ship of Fools coming out PC, PlayStation, Xboxes, and Switch next gen only. Uh, that doesn't sound right. Um, doesn't no, sound right. Doesn't yeah. sound right, but Pete's put it, so trust me. <laughs> uh, November 22nd, uh, Ship of Falls is a seafaring cooperative roguelite. Uh, set sail, man the cannons, and battle sea monsters through the tempestuous seas nice. of the archipelago. Close. Is that right, Pete? <laughs> oh, Close. Oh, God. Ar- archipelago. Oh fuck! So cl- I've got like fucking five words left. Yeah, you were really close. You nailed oh, buddy. Are I mean. you fool enough to stop the aqua? I don't, damn. Two Aquapocalypse. 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 Ah, oh, damn it! So close, Eddie. I mean, that's not even a word. Come on. Aquapocalypse, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, this is, I thought this, by the blurb, was going to be like a, a first or third person game. It's not, it's a top-down game. Um, obviously, it's a roguelite. Uh, you can play it in single player or co-op. Uh, it looks, the, the looks are similar to uh, Don't Starve. Um, this game looks pretty bad, in my opinion. Um, but I'm, and There's a free demo as well on Steam before I open it up, uh, so if you want to play it. What do you guys think? Well, I think it looks really I good. Say, well, okay, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I think it's great. It's clean as fuck. It's clean as fuck, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, the it looks fantastic. You like clean yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Clean. Um, I mean, I suppose I'm halfway between the two of you. I think this could be good. It's. It could also be terrible. 
Oh yeah, I'm, but I'm roguelikes sure. have that, don't they? The roguelike yeah, is all yeah, is, is all to do with the mechanics of it and whether you can really get into that loop. But from the look of it and from the gameplay that I've seen and stuff, I reckon it looks really good. Um, well, it's, it's I love the indie roguelike as well from the developer. Um, but yeah, it's published by Team Seventeen. So yes. Ah, oh, hello. It's got hello. a decent backer there. You oh. Know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a lot of things that are promising about it. Yeah. Fuck you, Eddie. What? Wow. Strong. Strong. Pick of the week? Um, <laughs> well, I'll let you know as well. Zero Siva <laughs> is uh, in early access now. Um, oh. So if you want to pick that up, then you, you can. There's no longer a demo on Steam, unfortunately. Um, because I wanted to play the demo to see if they sorted out that nonsense about um, when you go in and, and you just yeah. have the same stuff. They How much is it, Eddie? Um, I think it was about 20 quid, I think. Oh, is that too rich for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 15 quid too rich. Yeah. 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 Let's have a look. Zero, see, but here we go. It's 15.29. Yeah, 15 quid. That's not too bad. That's only Mm. 10 quid too much. Um, But I'll let you know now. I'm not going to get it um, because they haven't sorted out the stuff when you go in and loot and you come out. Um, But I have gone into the notes, uh, the old developer notes, and they have said... They are working on a hardcore mode. Ah, and is that part of the hardcore mode? They, is it? they haven't said that, but I bloody well assume a hardcore mode will be one of those. If if you die, then you lose everything. Sort of. That thing. just seems like such a weird thing they haven't put in. Like even in the bloody yeah. latest Especially Warzone DMZ, it, they've got that. Exactly. It, it's such a, uh, a like an important thing of the whole Tarkov thing. So I'm I'm shocked that they and they're obviously trying to pay its respect. But yeah, they. Yes, um, I don't know if um I don't know if you just said then because I know you said the name, but this is the two D top down Tarkov. Oh yeah, one yeah, isn't yes, it? So. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, my pick of the week. I really want to say Evil West, but mm-hmm. I can't because I know damn well that I'm going to play thousands and thousands of hours of Warzone Two. So no, it's going to be Warzone Two. I'm disgusted that it's not Goat Simulator Three. <laughs> there was, uh, was the banter side of me that wanted to put that one, or um, or my fantastic ranch, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was I was disappointed that that wasn't the one. I know Pete was. Pete's already playing it right now, that's why he said quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's right. it for new releases. Okay. Yes, indeed. So we're on to what we've been playing, and um, Ben, we'll let you lead us off because you're the one playing the new games. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll start with Sonic, won't I? Sonic Frontiers. So we'll talk about God of War Ragnarok in in yes, a bit. But finale, um, yeah. yes, so I've played about ten hours of Sonic Frontiers. Um, first thing, anybody who is thinking about it or or has got it, if you haven't, immediately change that to sixty frames a second. Um, <laughs> if you if you're playing on something that's capable of it, like I don't think the Switch version has that. But um, yeah, to change it, it, it makes it so much better. It's so much cleaner. Um, and it's uh, yeah, looks looks really nice. Then um, this was one of the games that I have been looking forward to for a while, haven't I? Oh, I've yes, uh, absolutely been banging on about Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. Um, and you know that I love to describe games in terms of other games. Yes, uh, big, go on, big, Thre- smash big, them big together. Dark big Souls. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you right. compare this to Dark Souls, I'll be fucking. <laughs> it's a mixture of dark, dark Souls. No, very um, good. Check so the- to Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, it's a mixture of Mario Odyssey 
uh, meets Immortals Phoenix Rising. You know that Ubisoft game that was like Breath of the yeah. Wild? Yeah. Um, meets Neon White. So I like, I like a, the fact that you double layered that. You know, that one that was like Breath of the Wild. Well, I was going to say Breath of the Wild, too. I was going to say Breath yeah. of the Wild, but th- the thing is, Ubisoft games have like loads of shit on the map. So that's why. Yeah. That's why I went Immortals Phoenix. See, I thought about this. I thought about this. And it's got, like, time travel stuff, so neon white. So, anyway. Um, the game is kind of a mismatch, uh, like, a, a mash together of several parts. So, it's got an open world that you kind of traverse, and you're continually uh, getting mini collectibles, zooming up different things that are set around everywhere, and, and collecting stuff to, to progress. Um, it's got mini games. It's got uh, large-scale kind of cinematic mini-bosses and big boss fights. Yeah. And it's got vaults, which are basically the Sonic levels, where yeah, right. they, they're classic levels, but they take you into cyberspace and you do the Sonic levels. Um, and there's fishing, guys. There's fishing. Yes. And you'll say, how have they got fishing into this? And you go, well, they, they have. <laughs> um, so what is, what is fucking jarringly fantastic uh, is that they've just looked at all these kind of popular games that are coming out and they've gone... Because we did hear that they wanted to get a high Metacritic score. So they've obviously looked at very popular games and gone, right, what what do they do? And they've yeah, just put all the mechanics sure. of that and just mashed it all together. <laughs> and I have no fucking idea what they were thinking. And it does not feel right in any way. But it's fucking fun. <laughs> it really is. It's good. Um, so the general loop... Um, is you land on like an island of which there are five right. and you just traverse the island going f- fast doing these little like they're not puzzles they're just like doing things around to collect things um and you collect a, var- a variety of different kind of currency of things like keys and gears and memory tokens these different things and they all unlock different things mm. um that allows you to kind of access different areas which could be the sonic levels or progress the story or something like that and then you're trying to collect chaos emeralds around an island of course yeah. once you've once you've progressed the story in the island but you beat the boss head to the next island that's that's it that's the loop um and it does that against a stunning musical backdrop i was about to like, ask what the music's like right. so they've, they've succeeded there well the first world especially the first world is like so somber it's again it's just a miss like a match uh, like a mash together of all these different things so the first world has got this somber kind of death stranding type feel in terms of wow. the environment and elder ring type music and it's just like like it's all very mellow mm. and that is juxtaposed to go into a, a vault and then you get the classic sonic music firing at you as you do this like <laughs> high speed level and then yeah. when you do these boss battles it's like just like this real power music comes in you're like who has designed this <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's good like it's like okay right fine um it it's like it doesn't know what it wanted to be other than it recognized that these were all good almost individual parts mm. um <laughs> but the the uh, key to a Sonic game and a 3D Sonic game is probably the movement, really. Um, and at the start, like it's a bit jarring, but you do very much get used to it. Um, it's not the most precise and pinpoint thing in the world, but it doesn't punish you massively if you go over the edge or something. It doesn't like, yeah, it doesn't really punish you. Um, it just loses you time and stuff like that. Uh, 
if you wanted to master the movement, there's a hell of a lot you, that they throw at you in the practice. When it's loading into different places, it takes you to a practice area and it shows you loads of different stuff. Not sure you really need that to do the game, but mm. there are loads of different things you can do. And moving around the kind of the islands is very, very cool. Um, all the different things you have to interact with and collect and like these memory tokens and the keys, even if you're not going into the vaults, everything is dopamine hit after dopamine hit. <laughs> it's okay. like it's designed for like an extra 30 seconds will get you pro every 30 seconds. You're hitting some extra thing of progress. Yeah. Like it's, it, it is. Um, What's it's, the, um, it, what are the secrets like? Because I assume there's little things to find and hidden nooks and stuff, right? Yeah, so it's all about. So one of the main things you're trying to find is like these your your friends are all kind of locked uh, in this cyberspace type thing. You have to unlock them by finding like memory tokens along right. the way in each. Island. You have to find like loads of them now by doing like going on this thing and doing a loop de loop and jumping at the right place. You might then there'll be a memory token up there that you've got it's it's very mario odyssey in terms of uh finding things around um and you're just every kind of step of the way there's something else for you to be oh stand on this switch and go from this to here or uh unlock some of the map by going around this thing here and and sprinting over to that thing over there like it's very it's very like task individual task based Mm. But they're all very small individual tasks, and it's all very sonic. Like rails are everywhere, like speed boosts are everywhere, and it's just, it's it's really good at getting you to traverse around the world and getting thrown around in loads of different directions. And just, it's just very cool in how it does it. Like yeah. the the actual design of the levels, is very very impressive, um, what they've put together, um, and for that reason, it feels so pick up and play because. It is like progression every moment. I could I could put it on and within 30 seconds I could have done something that is slightly more than I yeah. had before. It's quite <laughs> great. And it's, it's got combat in it. It's relatively simple, but it's very effective. You're like circling enemies with your dash. You're uh, generally attacking with only a couple of buttons or one main button and then doing some combo skills that you kind of unlock because mm. you are unlocking skills for Sonic. Uh, and you're also upgrading his attack, his defense, uh, the the speed he can go, and the ring capacity that he's got from level one to a hundred. So it's like Elden Ring type thing, <laughs> and it's so. It, but by collecting things along the land, you can then go and level up his thing. Now, because it's one to a hundred, when you level something up, it doesn't feel very material. But this game is all about micro progression. It's like just every little thing is just something more and then you'll go fishing and that will collect you loads of these different tokens which you can spend to upgrade sonic and stuff and you're like wow everything you're doing is something which is perceived to be meaningful um even the, actual, fishing. Even, even, the even the fishing they even turned the fishing into something which actually let me level up sonic loads more That's like <laughs> or if you're struggling to get keys or whatever like you can buy keys through the fishing through the stuff that you earn and stuff just yeah just like how they've done it like even the individual sonic levels so when you go to cyberspace mm. um they are quite short but you get challenged there's like five keys that you can earn each time and that will be finished within a certain time and get an s rank 
um, finish with a certain number of over a certain number of rings, uh, collect all the red coins on the level, like that type of thing, like little tasks. And so you can just repeatedly do it again and again and again to try and get all the keys. Um, so it's it's very much one of those games where for somebody who is just loving the loop like loving that gameplay loop and it it kind of brings me on to a negative on that one that it, it is kind of the same thing throughout from what i've experienced right. in all the different like islands because this was the question is what's the evolution what's it building to like do yes. things get noticeably more difficult well again i'm in te- i'm in hour 10 um now the bosses are quite like the cinematic bosses are great and like just the way that they're thinking what i love about this game is just that it shows for me that sonic is going in the right direction like yeah. everything they're doing is kind of pushing a bit of a boundary and mm. saying well, how do we do this everything's different every boss is different every like how they've approached it all and like there's different maybe it's qtes maybe it's doing something from top down instead like everything is just a little bit different yeah. um and I'm not sure about leveling up Sonic, like how much is really necessary. I mean, I'm level, like my speed is probably like level 30 or something at the moment. If that was level 100, what the fuck is that going to be like? Because he's already <laughs> fucking fast. Like, I have no That's fucking idea. That's where you unlock 120 frames per second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this, this for me doesn't seem like, for that reason, doesn't seem like a game that you play for five hours on end. Mm. Uh, and I certainly haven't. But it seems very much like an hour or two. It's a pick up and play type game. I love it uh, yeah. for that. And if you don't like that loop, then obviously there's something wrong with you because it is just continuous Jesus dopamine Christ. hits. <laughs> continuous dopamine hits. I mean, it's game of the year. Um, but <laughs> crucially, if you, if you don't like that kind of loop or you're not getting it from the outset, you're probably just going to dislike the game because it doesn't right. really change. Yeah. As far as I can see, it doesn't really change. So um, if you don't like dopamine. You won't enjoy yeah, it. If you're not into dopamine, then <laughs> yeah. don't even bother. Don't even bother. Um, the one thing that has been pointed out mm. a lot uh, is the popping on this game. So mm. I'm playing on PS5. The performance is fine. The actual performance of the game, I'm finding like frame rates, all that kind of stuff. I'm not noticing anything wrong in that regard. What you do notice is popping. And the problem with popping in a game like this is that if I stand on something really high because I want to see, oh, there's that thing over in the distance Mm. um, that my map hasn't notified or there's a vault down there or something I want to find, I literally can't see it because it wouldn't have popped in. (laughs) And you you can be running along and then things just suddenly kind of appear in front of you. Oh, fantastic. Um, okay. Now, that's not so bad in the first world. It really isn't. Um, but as soon as you get to the second world, it starts to know. Because I got to the second world and I was like, you know what? This popping thing that everyone's banging on about, it's not It's not, It's not. not a problem. It's just not a problem. I, I mean, it's there. It's present. But I'm not, I'm really, not worried about it. Like, it's fine. Now, I really hope it gets worse the faster you get as well. Exactly. Speed 100, it's just like a tree appears. <laughs> Precisely, Pete. Yeah. That, that, is, that is the worry with it. That is, yeah. that is real. And another thing, this is a real side thing, but right when you press start and go into the menus, to get to access like the things, so if you go to settings or something, and to actually go down and look down the settings, you have to then press X to be able to move down. And it's just a real weird, like you go into it and you're like, oh, why can't I move anything? And you have to press it. It's just really annoying. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. I get them to change that immediately. Um but overall, uh from what I've played, ten hours and I think it's I think it's great. I love it. Mm. Um honestly, 
the worlds are cool. Um, the shifting to the open world, um, back to the vaults, and that's at the old school Sonic levels, to the fishing. It's a fucking mess. But wow. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. It's a glorious mess. Yeah. It's a glorious fucking mess. And and I think the key at the moment for me is this is a great game to be playing in and amongst these mm. other games. That yes, it's almost good timing, out. really. Yeah, it's it's really cleanser, good. Isn't it? Yeah. it um, is, and I've been playing it on the Steam Deck through remote play as well. So it's great on the sofa. Works really well with the controls there. Mm. Um, yeah, it's uh, really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. So anybody who's on the fence... Um, yeah, if you if you like the sound of that loop, then how I reckon long, that, how long do you think it's going to be? I think it's uh, about twenty five hours. Healthy, yeah. I think it's about twenty five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you get a lot of content out of it. As I <clears> said, there are five worlds, and uh, yeah, it's got a, it's it does have a story. It's very basic, so but it does mm-hmm. have a story as yeah. it works through. Um, but yeah, palette palette cleanser, and I think um, Sonic fans would will really like this, and I think the progression and the, where it's going to head after this is quite um, quite promising. Excellent idea. Well, we'll obviously come back to you shortly for your other game. Um, but I mean, I did tell a bit of a lie at the beginning there because I actually have been playing a new game, a game that's so new I've only managed to play about half an hour because <laughs> it came out today, which is Pentiment. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, nice. you can play this. Yeah. yeah, now I'm not Kirk, so I'm not going to judge it off half an hour. Oh, <laughs> good, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. But I will say it's very promising so far. Really? Um, oh, yeah, it, I mean, it started sad. out with a bit of an annoyance because it had a nice little two-minute credit roll at the beginning. I don't like a beginning credit roll in anything, but it did that. <laughs> but so far, it, what I've done at this point, which is very little, was really enjoyable and much like other games of this type and i mean immediately it reminds me of things like west of loathing mm-hmm. the writing's really good it's really interesting and you seem to have quite a lot of choices to give you different outcomes um even just setting up your backstory and all that sort of thing there's a lot of completely separate choices you'll have like three or four options four or five times within the first half hour so yep. it's like, okay, there's quite a lot of variety going on here. Well, you could tell this is Obsidian then from the outset. Exactly, yeah, that's that's what it's thinking, which, yeah, I think it's going to go well. And all I'd say is expect a lot more updates next week. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to what you say about this because it's got an 86 on Metacritic. I know IGN yeah. gave it a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. Yeah, they did, so, didn't they? Yeah, looking forward to what you, uh, what you think of that one because I think it's kind of right up your street with the with the kind of what it's basing itself on definitely I did think instantly Eddie would never play this because there's a lot of reading a oh I myself yeah. yeah yeah well I assumed you wouldn't anyway but. I mean it's it's <laughs> only reading isn't it that's, yeah for the, that's, for the most part it's not okay right. but, it's yeah. a lot but of it is game. voice acted right oh no it's not no it's not actually it's, <laughs> it's not voice acted no, no it's not okay half <laughs> oh, fair Ben's yeah. out <laughs> I'm out. Ben was already out. There's reading involved. I don't read in my leisure time. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I wanted to read, I'd read a fucking book. Um, and he wouldn't read a book. He no, read absolutely not. Yeah, he never um, wanted to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll go next. Um, I've been playing Tunic. 
yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it came out in March this year, for those of you who don't know. Um, loads of people are saying Game of the Year contenders for certain... I mean, some are saying get for Game of the Year contender outright, um, but a lot of other people have had it in other categories and whatnot. So mm. I thought I'd have to play it. Kirk said um, that he's got it as his Game of the Year. Well, he said Game of the Year at the time when he played it. So I mean, he's only played one game, hasn't he? So it has to be his Game of the Year. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of another. No, he hasn't played any of them. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. Was there a Cold campaign? Game this year? Um. God. Know, you, Rocket League you, season twenty five. Yeah, can you can you put that in your game of the year? Yeah, all right, we're, we're ripping Don't on Kirk a bit. And I mean, to be fair, it it is in the lineup for the Game Awards under Indies, uh, nice. and I think debut Indies. I think there's a separate category this year. Lovely, brilliant. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I vote for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, for now we're going to have to deal with Tunic. Um, it's uh, for those of you who don't know. I, I don't know. It's just a fucking. It's a computer game. Um, there you go. Wow, giving it a lot there. That's yeah. nice. There you go. Yeah. It's one of those okay. games where you're a little fox and you run around and you do you kill enemies. Um, you ever heard of the term damning with faint praise? Because <laughs> we're getting a definition from it here, but okay. Um, it's, it's Zelda meet dark, meets Dark Souls. Oh, thank you, man. It's, <laughs> oh it's my Zelda God, come on. <laughs> She's not wrong. He's you're a wrong. fox. <laughs> fucking nailed it that's what I've done I fucking nailed it oh meets Endling then uh, very good very good um, yeah so let's get the positives uh, for this game out of the way um, it's it's really really beautiful uh, in its own way it's really simplistic uh, kind of art style uh, but it's really really nice in its own way it's like kind of bright uh, and you just feel happy playing it um, like even like running through like the grass, the grass like kind of parts as you run through, and and the fox has got a like a little cute way of running along. Yeah, I'm really stretching for positives here. Um, it's very very atmospheric. I will say that it's really really well done. I don't know why. I think it might be down to the the brightness and uh, probably a lot of it down to the music. Um, mm. But it is it's just got a really nice feel to it. Um, that with the drawings, they've got like guides and maps uh, where you like pull up by press and select and whatnot, and they're all kind of hand drawn in a in a really cool way. Um, I don't really know how to describe it, but look online, have a look at it. They're all really really well done. So like the whole look of the game, the whole like design of the look and the feel, everything is fucking brilliant. Um, now it it doesn't hold your hand. I'll say that straight away. Um, in fact, when you, you 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 come to play and there's no instructions or anything, you actually have to find like your first bit of the manual, which is kind of cool. Um, same with like finding things; it doesn't really tell you. It it kind of gives you a map with like three ticks, and you go, "I assume I have to do that." Um, and there are places where you can like zoom out of yourselves to see what's around you, but even that doesn't really tell you where to go and what to do. Um, okay. So you kind of have to do it all on y- your own, which, if you're not invested in it, it becomes really annoying, because if you're, for example, playing it only because Kirk says it's game of the year, then it's it's just frustrating to try and find the right way to go. And even <laughs> when you go the right way, there's no, like, you've just done that correctly. It's just done and then you try and go to another area of the map uh and if it's not unlocked then you have to go back and you have to find out what what way you haven't gone 
Um, it's very much on rails. Um, you can't get to one section without completing, you know, like either a mm. boss or unlocking a weapon or something uh, to get to the next stage or unlocking a lantern so you can see in the dark. Yada, yada, yada. So it's very much on rails, it, which I hate in a game. Um, yeah. What I really didn't like is, like, you can't even fall down the stairs or jump or anything like that. So it's... It's and like you can't so throw the tiny fox down the stairs. It's just you know, like it's just time-consuming things. When when you've ran around like the fourth time because you've realised you haven't done something, it's just annoying that you can't just jump down some stairs and you have to actually mm. like go back and forth and go down the stairs. It's just little things like that that I I just think it's a bit lazy that they didn't incorporate that or maybe even a jump fucking button or something. Um, which kind of annoys me. Um, it's it's quite slow and to be honest with you, the mechanics are quite <coughs> simple. Um, so I really found it quite boring. I actually found it so boring that after about an hour of playing it, I <laughs> and I really hope my girlfriend's not listening to this. I told my girlfriend, um, "Oh, let's," because she's like, "Oh, let's spend more time together." And I was like, "Ah, oh, here we go. I'll get her to play it. I'll be with her, and then that counts me, you know, our time." Fantastic! Um, Can yeah. you clip that bit for Twitter then? <laughs> yeah, do not, <laughs> do not. And I know Dad listens. My dad listens to his podcast. You can shut yeah. your mouth as well, sir. Um, but um, yeah, so and and um, even she found it boring, and she doesn't really play computer games, um, and she was pretty bored of it. Um, <clears throat> I believe her final comment when I went, "Can you give me like an overall arc of what you're?" I think she said, I'd rather not play it again. So that's not mm, a solid, strong, <laughs> not strong, a strong solid review. Game. Um, yeah. But look, my final take, I reckon looks and atmosphere of the game, for what it is, for the simplicity of it, um, yet the looks and the atmosphere and the feel of the game, honestly, 9 out of 10. Absolutely brilliant for that side of it. But the gameplay, just like a, like a 5 because it's it's very simple. It's it's gets pretty old. I know they have little different mechanics, like you unlock a sword, then you unlock like a lantern, then a hook, and and there's little quirky things that you can do with them. But it's too slow to get there, and even those things aren't enough to keep me playing the game. So, yeah, a wow. solid seven out of ten game. Um, if you're looking at it, like, because people are saying some people are saying game of the year. If you're looking at it, like the way you looked at it takes two. Which is was it last year's winner? The year before, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it was yeah. Last, year's. Um, last year's winner. If you look at it like that, like we created this kind of game, then I can kind of see why people would vote for it. Because if you go, we are making a simplistic uh, computer game, then then fine. But it that's it to me, and that should not be enough to win game of the year. But hey. Look, um, I'm not going to show on Kurt too much for voting for it. You know, it's it is what it is. Yeah, I didn't. I, like I didn't. About this. Mm. Yeah, go for it. So I've recently installed Tunic oh. um, in order to, in order to play it before the end of the year. Yeah. But what I liked most was that the Xbox app. It gives you a what you might also like along because oh, of yeah. this. Yeah. And what's on that list is Gears Five and the Yakuza series. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they're like, I, I don't think there's an overlap. You know what? If, if I could describe honest. Tunic to our listeners, it's a mashup between Yakuza <laughs> <laughs> and Gears Wife. I believe, actually, the Fox in Tunic is played by Batista. So there you go. That's an old That's perfect for the role. That was a deep callback there. Yeah. I like that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I didn't really get on with this uh, game when I played it because I think I was just a bit burnt out on these types of games like uh, yeah. Death's Door and stuff like that. Just a bit burnt out on it and I, I can't really be asked to play it and that's mm. not really against the game. It's just that quite a few games like this out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, shall we move on to the big one then? Yeah. I think we probably the... should, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I thought Sonic the... was the big one, but I guess this one. Yeah, it, it, turns mean, out it, uh, uh, it turns out it's not. Not well, in these days, you know. Not for other people. Yeah, it's the month. It's a month <laughs> of months. So, uh, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it already. It came out. Um, I'm 11 hours in, so let's just caveat everything that I'm about to say with that. Uh, and this will be completely spoiler-free. Th- uh, so I know people haven't started it. You don't need to skip this or anything like that. See, so if you're waiting Joel on the does. game, don't worry. Absolutely, yeah. Joel dies. Um, there's no. <laughs> There are no spoilers here. Um, I mean, if that actually happened in this game, that would be a massive spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't know I was spoiling it. Crossover, <laughs> but... So, trust, I don't believe. I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe there's any spoilers. Um, but weirdly, I'm going to start with... I'm going to start this the opposite way around. Mm. I'm going to start with the negatives of how I felt after the first five hours or so. Okay. okay. So... Um, I this is very much a video game and I know you guys will get what I'm saying. Um for me it's way too much like a a video game. It's not necessarily a criticism because so was the last game. But what I mean by this is um you feel on top of the environment. You're placed on it. The world isn't particularly interactable except for the chosen boxes that you can break or the puzzles yeah. you're set to do. Um like you don't even seem to leave footsteps in the snow. You swing your weapon at a wall, and your weapon kind of just swings through it. Uh, a small, a small thing to climb? Nah, not a chance. Not a chance. No, no way, buddy. Not if it's not on the set path. If if it's on your set path, absolutely fine. Absolutely right. fine. If there's a marker on that wall, yeah, climb that, buddy. Climb that. If there's that small thing over there, you want to get? Nah, not not a chance. Um, <laughs> every area has puzzles you're either fighting or a puzzle um and there's places that marked for where you climb um there are different paths that you can go down in a particular area but it's all an illusion of being open because it's actually just this path or branch left branch right come back to the main path type thing um the puzzles are absolutely ridiculous if you consider this to be an actual lived in world yeah um they're random chess everywhere just nonsense um and you thought a plague tale was gamey didn't you hugely. yeah hugely you see nothing buddy you see <laughs> fucking nothing so the mechanics are basically like in your face the entire time yeah yeah you see <laughs> absolutely nothing until you played this um i do think the pacing is odd sometimes i find myself zoning out and getting bored and then a story beat comes in and it brings you right back in um yeah. And it's more of the same as 2018. Of course. So, yeah. But then I had a word with myself. And I said, <laughs> I said, Ben, this is a game. Is this one of those is moments it... where you had to do the sort of, you don't need a treat, you're not a dog moment with yourself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, okay. That's when I have a word with myself yeah, and I say things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Famously. Um, but uh, yeah, I had a word with myself. I said, this is a, a game. And it's a game that it doesn't care 
that it's a game. It's self-aware. Of it. it doesn't care that it's it's acting like this. And what the fuck did I expect when it's a sequel to God of War 2018, which was exactly doing that? Mm-hmm. And then when I kind of accepted that, I started to enjoy it a lot more. Um, I loved the first game when I played it. I just think as a gamer, I have changed. Um, and this type of single-player narrative game, which isn't linear because you you choose you can choose areas and side quests and go back to areas and that type of stuff but it is largely linear when you get to a particular zone or particular quest or something they're Mm. harder for me to get into at the moment i think that's probably where the direct comparison for me comes to like elder ring or something like that but now if we fast forward to like our 11 or 12 where i am now i have i have flipped somewhat because um I was never someone that subscribed to the this is just DLC nonsense. It's obviously not. This game is better in every single way than Mm. the first one. And bear in mind that I did love the first one when I played it. Um, And there are genuine side quests with stories that take you time, serious time, and you genuinely feel rewarded at the end of it. And they seem to have streamlined all the upgrades and everything. And it's it's good. It it absolutely does something different to the first game as well. No spoilers or anything like that. So it does evolve. That, that very much does happen. Um, however, people may shout at this, um, uh, but I don't think it's a bad thing. It is. I don't think it's too different to the first game. I think it's. It does feel to me like a continuation. Now, uh, someone else I know has been playing it as well, and they're pretty much at the exact same place that I am discussing yeah. with them earlier. Um, and they think exactly the same. That it's. They love it. They absolutely love it. Don't get me wrong, but they do think it's like the first one, just you know, carried on. Yeah. Um. Now, but speaking to friend of the show, Donny, he <laughs> thinks differently, and he absolutely loves it. So, uh, and and thinks it has kind of developed quite a bit. So, I think that is up to interpretation, or it maybe develops a lot more past where I am. So, like I said, I'm eleven right. hours in. Yeah. And and also maybe I don't remember the limitations of the first game properly. Yeah. So that could be. That could be something. Um, but the narrative ben, to this could, game... Just quickly stop you there. Do you think yeah. maybe being on this podcast, playing loads of different games that you normally wouldn't touch, and hearing mine and Pete's opinion on <laughs> on linear games all the time probably has made you actually go from, you know, the first one was fantastic and I really enjoyed it, to actually I, 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 I deserve more when I'm... When I'm paying what, a lot of money for a 100 percent, I've changed in that regard, and I've become a lot more, I think, mature. analytical towards it. No, not so mature, <laughs> but just a, just viewing things in a slightly different light. Something yeah. that I just accept, but actually now it's like, oh no, but I I actually like it when it does this or when it doesn't well, do that. And even without even without me and your opinion, uh, I think. Because you're on a podcast, we're getting very meta here, breaking the fourth wall. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because you're doing that, you're more you're more critical, you're more analytical, as you said, Ben, about yeah. the game. So Absolutely. Your, your suspension yeah. of disbelief is so much less, which in yes. narrative is so important. And I, and I think when I I came into this and I started playing it, I I was immediately going mm, okay, like and trying to almost look at it a little bit when actually stepping back and just accepting the game for what it is and just go let's just turn off and just just play this yeah that that would have a different response and and sometimes you do get that because as i said as i was just the, the narrative when you actually just let yourself be taken by that it's fantastic 
Like, mm. it is fantastic. The, the characters from before are more interesting than they were. The new characters have a lot of depth. The story beats, the set pieces, they're just fantastic. And it just, as soon as, like, now I find myself, like, maybe going for a slower bit or something like that, it just grabs you right back in. It's mm-hmm. it's brilliant. And it's what holds it all together because for me, the general gameplay loop of God of War with the combat and the, and the puzzles and stuff, that probably wouldn't be enough to hold me. But my God, you put that story writing on and it, it is so good. Like the and the way it's presented. Um to the gameplay itself. I mean, anyone who's played the first one, um, and those don't know, the the combat is interesting. It's it's good and I think it is better and it's more varied from the outset. And and you have both weapons, which you took ages to get the chaos blades in the last ones. So you have both weapons from the from the uh, from the outset. I got a little bit bored, I think, in the first game towards the end with the combat. That's why after I completed it, I did a little bit more, and then I didn't really do much more. There is a lot more going on here, um, and the upgrading of armors, weapons, skills just seems it just seems it seems to pack more punch. I think in this one, um, the the, the loop of the enemies and stuff isn't irritating the the enemies itself uh, themselves the variety is great um it's not as bad as spider-man like you go to a new area 25 people fight kill move on like yeah spider-man has that real rinse repeat feel god of war doesn't have that like it is constantly taking you to a new place or new enemies and stuff like that except for they've got these annoying lizard things everywhere and whoever the fuck thought that was a good idea nonsense (laughs) absolute nonsense but apart from that one enemy type it's yeah you can't can't really fault them on that Mm. um and i'm I'm sure you've all seen what it looks like Yeah. yeah of course it looks fantastic i know we did our feature last week on graphics (laughs) this game looks great and the ps4 in from what i can see does not hold this back one fucking bit the graphics and the polish on this game absolutely outstanding it is sony quality through and through it's absolutely wonderful to look at and and it just seems that Sony released these games on day one, like not with a big patch or anything. It, they just work and they work so fucking well. Where are the bugs in this game? Like, <laughs> it's just out the box. Fantastic. Um, I would say that when I'm in the world and that kind of like, that the world is, I feel like I can't really interact with anything that it doesn't want me to actually interact with kind of thing. I do think that's a little bit immersion breaking, but it's something that you could look past and the accessibility options in the game are also wonderful in terms of difficulties objective hints um the characters talking to you and all this type of stuff so um they have loads of options um but uh i i do i wanted this to be and i still do want this to be my game of the year and it absolutely could be my game of the year because i'm 11 hours in um I'm, i'm not quite blown away buy it yet uh which you know i think i actually will be blown away um firstly i was like okay after the first five hours it will open up and it did a little bit and i was like okay this is a little bit better and then by hour 10 i was like okay this hasn't blown me away yet is it coming to is it going to do it soon um but some of the set pieces that are happening some of the directions it takes you it is very impressive and it is 
the storytelling <clears throat> the storytelling is fantastic i think um but i want nothing more than this to be absolutely awesome um so i i hope it I hope it does get there because i think it's about 25 to 30 hours in length yeah so um so you're but only it is, about a third of the way in exactly and this yeah. this is why this is why the caveat was i'm 11 hours in and there will mm. be people out there saying no it just gets better and better and they're probably right like <laughs> i i am really enjoying this and more than that for what it's trying to be as i said like i don't know why i went in with this almost stupid expectation of something different to the to 2018 because that's what it was doing like why was i thinking this but i almost then turned myself into quite negative on it but that's not that's not true um and and the craft that they put into this game is actually second to none for what they're going for it's absolutely fucking fantastic um and it is as you said pete it's easier for me to be critical of something when playing that is this accomplished like then you're trying to be critical aren't you because it's Mm you're you're going hmm, okay like how let me let me kind of look at this from an analytical standpoint and i know i'm sounding a little bit negative uh but we need to start from the perspective that this is at least a nine out of ten <laughs> and, and i'm just talking around that so yeah, i'm not you, being... every time that you do these reviews but you take us on a hell of a roller coaster i know Hello. <laughs> But I'm going to start with the negative, but only if you start off from the perspective of it being a nine out of ten. <laughs> yes, but that's that's the point. But but you know we are talking about a fucking top top tier single player game, and not talking about this stuff. Yeah, you'd just be left talking in superlatives and saying, "Yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, it's a nine, ten out of ten. Yeah, it's fantastic." But that's not really like we're here to talk about a game, like actually talk about things in a bit more depth and i don't think there'd be much point i I think it's obviously brilliant and i think the story is what will carry it so um let's see where that goes because i think that's going to make or break it also ben just to come back to this when did you start wanting this to be your game of the year no no um what i'm saying by that is i would like nothing more than a game that i'm playing right now Mm. to be game of the year I don't li- right, like. I don't. Right. I want the game of the year to be the best game, yeah. um, and I would love to be playing the best game of the year right now. Okay. Um, it's not that I specifically want this. I want the same from Sonic, but this has a lot more opportunity to be that game of the year than Sonic does. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just want this to be the best game that it it could be, and it is getting it is getting better, and I think it will open up more and all that kind of stuff. So I think this is. I might be at a turning point around this eleven hour point where it's it might just shoot off but we'll we'll hear more about that next week i think i really yeah i hope so um i'm assuming by then you'll have finished it so <coughs> yeah, yeah well pokemon comes out on friday so i, I need to get to a then. shift oh, on God. need to yeah, get a shift on don't i sonic and god of war before then. absolutely but i am <laughs> you know as i said i've put in a shit ton of game time this week <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so i am trying i'm trying my very best mm-hmm. excellent all right well i suppose that brings us on to the feature doesn't it yep yes which I'm going to be honest, we're not going to spend a massive amount of time on this Indie Direct because, for one, it wasn't that long. It was, what, 25 minutes? Like, yeah, it was 25 minutes, yeah. It's a, it's a healthy length. Um, but also, just because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't think it was the best of them. <laughs> so, yeah, it's funny because the Nintendo Directs are the ones that I always think I'm going to hate, but I've always mm. loved them in the past. How many times have you guys gone, oh, sorry, Eddie, do you mind watching it? And I've gone, yeah. I've actually loved it. I think it's pretty. Yeah, yeah, this one is 
is different. <laughs> it's got it's got a little bit. It's it's not well, terrible, but it's also not one of the top tier ones. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, let's start it off with. I mean, the first game out the gate was Vember, <laughs> and then we had Goodbye World to follow it, and Have a Nice Death. So let's mm. let's start with Vember, shall we? Let's start with a, a narrative cooking game. <laughs> yes. You said it all in that. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> say no more. Say less. Say less. The, um, the only the only positive is when they were talking about the game. There was a really cute cat there. <laughs> cat. Fair yeah, that was a running theme through this director. There was there was, there was there even a cuter one later. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on, on that one Pete we have got written narrative cooking game about an immigrant Indian mother and her family coming to Canada in the 80s <laughs> that's, that's I mean it, it paints a word picture for you if that speaks it's to you it's a lot going on there there's a bloody yeah. lot going on it's very niche yeah very and niche. then we had very then we had Goodbye World which I can't remember at all <laughs> oh that's like the really Game Boy looking one hmm Good. Well, yeah. They're, they're but, constantly moving up and down, which stresses me out. But, well, I mean, not to jump past it, because I'm sure you're both mega fans, but Have a Nice Death was a great-looking game, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, here we go. This is where it started, wasn't it? Yeah. That's it's it. really I mean, good. It really did. I mean, we've both done the Ben technique of squashing stuff together. You put Hollow Knight and Dead Cells yeah, mixed. Knight, I put yeah. Reminded Me of Ori and Hades mixed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think both of those are pretty legitimate ways to put it. It looks like a really good, funny action roguelike. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that's that's going to be a fun game. Yes, yeah, I, I think it looks excellent. I think you two yeah. will love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a yes. it's a March release next year, so not too long to wait, which is fantastic. My God, we're yeah. just in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Uh, then we had. I'm going to go with AKA, but it could easily be Acker. Oh, it's got to be Acker, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I think it is Acker. Yeah. Fine. I think they Fine. said Acker. I think they said in Acker. Right, okay, fair enough. You can tell I skipped over this one. It's not my type of thing. I mean, have you put down cozy, Ben? Yeah, so I put cozy. Ah! I've never heard that before. We've talked about cozy game. You've said that before, Eddie. No, I've never said cozy. I think (laughs) there's other words to use. It's not cozy. It's a cozy game. No, it's a cozy game. Everyone knows what I mean when I say cozy. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I know exactly what you mean by it. So it's it's ridiculous. What we've written small open world narrative survival ish. And I've also put frame rate looks horrible. Yes, that's oh. the bit I actually remember about this. <laughs> but the I think it's quite good. There's crafting, there's, you know, mm. the run around, it's really cute. Looks like the fox from uh, Tuna. It looks cozy, doesn't quite, it? Quite cozy. Looks right. very cozy, actually. <laughs> but um, the only reason I mentioned this one separately is because I didn't want to put Pepper Grounder in with anything else. Because I quite like the look of Pepper Grounder, which came next. It's uh, um, Devolver Digital. It's Devolver, they never miss. And I think the movement <laughs> looks fantastic. The, the the graphics less so, but the movement, the music, <laughs> graphics are shite. They look great. I mean, they look great. Come on. Mm, no comment. Well, Savage Ben. Uh, yes, I. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I like Pepper Grinder. Moving on, we then yeah. saw a little. It had great music. It did have great music. Great music. It did have great music. Yep. Moving on, we had a little run of games which included Coffee Talk, Episode 2, which was Hibiscus and Butterfly, <coughs> even though they can't say Hibiscus on there. Um, then we had Oni, Road to the Mightiest Oni. Great repetition in the title. 
Desta, the memories between, and a space for the unbound. Any of these stand out to you guys? Um, Oni looked really beautiful. I really like the look of it. Yeah, it looked look graphically it, really nice, graphically, didn't it? Yeah, really, really like the look of it. Cool anime style. Yeah. 3D action adventure game. Yeah, lovely. Bit cartoony. Good stuff. Mm, yeah. The others Fair. I thought looked horrendous. Yeah, I mean, they, they weren't great. I mean, Desta had an interesting art style, but that was about it. I um, wasn't mad at Coffee Talk. Yeah, I, I think I think Coffee Talk would be a good game to play for half an hour. Do you know what <laughs> a I mean? Free by demo, like, a free demo. Yeah, like a free demo would be like, oh, this is quite cool. <laughs> I won't go back, but that was quite cool. Yeah. I was pretty sure that we talked about episode one at Once Upon, once upon a Time. I feel we have done, yeah. I feel we have done. Maybe in another when. direct. Maybe. <laughs> Probably, actually, when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't mad and, at that. But yeah. Okay, yeah. and no, no comment on a space for the unbound at all. Nice. <coughs> nice. Um, I can't like the, remember what. Oh, I can't remember what it looks like. Actually. One like um, uh, metal slug cart uh, artwork. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I've gone there. We're all we're yeah, all mentioning old games, so I'm doing. Yeah, that. you're right though. I like. Yeah, yeah that's not, to our listeners. Not bad. It says a lot when Ben put it. Me, I mean, it looks fine. <laughs> that was that was Sorry. our personal notes, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, and we then had Dordoin, Botany Manor, and Once Upon a Jester. <laughs> the standout there for me, Once Upon a Jester. Oh my god, by a mile. Yeah. That looked great, um, and the voice acting that was in the trailer, I think, is actually the the real game. So it's um, your traveling theatre group. And you plan to steal a royal diamond. It's got serious Night in the Woods vibes for me. I thought it looked really, really good. Fair. I, it definitely was the standout of those three. Oh, um, God. I, it's one of those games I know I'm never going to play. <sighs> but I, can I might. kind of appreciate what they're doing. Fair enough. Yeah. I might. That um, was really I'm, good. I'm going to agree with you that it's the standout because Dordoin uh, looks boring as shit and Botany Manor looks like it should never have been made in the first place but no I think Once Upon a Time Once Upon a Jester looks fucking horrendous. I can't even remember what Dordoin Dordoin to when you're the little girl and you're running around like collecting stuff. This is the one that had like the combination of anime and watercolour stuff going on Um, Oh right. Because my my only comment on that was good luck with that frame rate. Mm. Yes. I'm not sure whether you that was frame rate or that was art- frame rate. or whether that was artistic <laughs> yeah. design. The Switch yeah. is getting old, guys. It is getting old. Mm, I mean, it's very noticeable. <laughs> and then I we mean, had the art style of Once Upon a Jester. You don't need a fucking frame rate for that. Jesus Christ, it's wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> you could make I agree that with you, Eddie. A fucking magazine. You could. I agree. It looks fantastic. Christ, you're you're da- you're so absolutely right. Bad. Yeah, you're right. Is one great. of our characters a sock? Yeah. Is, isn't it? Yes, I think one of them is, yeah, because his name was Sock, wasn't it? Oh, dear. Dear God. It's good stuff. Right. <laughs> it's okay, but you, the you can move us on now. Thank you, please. Yes, now. then we had Rogue Legacy 2, which was a it was a drop, wasn't it? Um, it was, same day. yeah. Yeah. Blanc Re- and WrestleQuest. Oh, no, WrestleQuest was one of the ones that got shortened. So let's, let's look at Rogue Legacy 2 and Blanc to begin with. Any thoughts? I thought Rogue Legacy 1 looked quite good, actually. So it's a roguelike mm. where it seems like it's a looter, 
um, and you're building your base or your castle, and then you have a legacy of like children and stuff like that who have yes. different abilities. Maybe your character dies, but you're carrying on yeah, the you, legacy, you trying to build it up. Heirs, yeah, yeah, it had like a shovel knight type style, but mm-hmm. actually, I thought it looked all right. And and guys, there was a rogue legacy one. There was, and by the way, it's got some form of base building in there for you, Eddie. Yeah. You yeah. build up your castle, don't you? Yeah. So I actually thought this was probably the standout game of the show for me. Oh, um, wow. But That's only, big time. Only Got just. It. Only just. Because I think have a, have a Nice Death is the other one. Um, and then let's let's talk about Blanc, which I can see from your notes, Ben, you thought was good. I immediately saw it was two players and you play as a wolf and a fawn and I was like, guess what? Same. Like, <laughs> is that a forced two-player game? Yes. Can you not play that single player? Uh, I think it's purely two-player. I'm out then. It might be one of those like <laughs> um, where, you know, you play with someone online maybe. Mm. Still, I'm out. I um, think this is beautiful. Like, it looks great. Like Console stunning. exclusive as well. Switch exclusive. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. February, February 14th. I really like the art style. Really, really like the art style. But you can't force like a... Surely, not in this day and age. <laughs> Who's got friends to be playing Blanc with? <laughs> yeah. oh, I also, I just don't like anything that's forced two-player. Like, yeah, optional two-player, fine. Yeah, optional two-player, a big positive. Mm. Not having single-player, get fucked. They specifically did not mention yeah. single-player. So. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is harsh, get... Get to fuck. Um, no, get yeah. fucked is the accurate and correct representation of it. <laughs> Good. Okay. And yeah, and then we rolled into the end of the show, which is where they do like thirty seconds on a million different things, isn't it? Yeah. So we got WrestleQuest, Wobble Dogs, Storyteller, and World of Horror. Mm. What is yeah, World of the, Horror? The right like uh, the the other two. So the Wrestle that looks just silly. The the a wobble one that looks shit. The storyteller just looks like a game that you could literally play in a cardboard box. Mm. But what is World of Horror? Like, I didn't really... It was uh, too much for me. So it's it's a black and white kind of... <laughs> I don't even know how to describe no, it. No, that's what I mean. I, I didn't understand what was my eyes were showing do you me. Remember, do you remember <laughs> Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? That sounds really right. familiar. It's that. one of the oldest games for PC. And like right. loads of people would have played it at a very young age. This looks like a game that was a precursor to Carmen San Diego. Right. Yeah. That's what World of Horror reminds me of. When it, you know, couldn't do colour on PCs, that type of level. Mm. So yeah, not 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 great. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, good, good. And then we yeah. saw Curse of the Sea Rats a little to the left. Inscription. <laughs> oh. God. And yeah, oh, story. Yeah, yeah. Now, Curse of the Sea Rats was channeling biker mice from Mars with the art, which I'm, I'm cool with. <laughs> yeah. I'm all good with that. A little to the left. Uh, We've talked about a little from the le- um, left, haven't we? I'm, we I did. Yeah, I'm sure it so we did. Much worse We've definitely talked about it because I remember was... I was disgusted by how this is a game. Yeah, I'm I pretty sure I and... ranted about it. The rampant self-satisfaction of the developers as they talked about it made it so much worse. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. it's not for us. It's not for Fucking us. Fucking cute cat, though. Yeah, I thought you. Really I thought you'd appreciate. Cat. Wasn't that the cat who wasn't even looking at us? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Eddie likes being dismissed by the cat. <laughs> it's a cat. If you, if you're trying to get its attention, then you know, well, you don't have a cat. 
Yeah, fair. Mm. Look but it is about it's about Cute. time that Inscription came to the it Switch. Really I think is. that's a perfect home for it. I played it on the yeah. Steam Deck, so it's a perfect home for it. Mm. Um, and then you mentioned Sports Story, didn't you? Which I was did. the sequel to Golf Story, which is quite highly anticipated. And it's coming out next month. Mm. I don't have the date to hand, so that's why I was a bit hesitant in saying that. But <laughs> yes, it's coming out next month so we've got so actually looking at this list um so that was the end of the show in march 22nd of march we've got have a nice death that's good we've got that's, um that's an amazing one yeah we've got rogue legacy 2 which is out right now we like the look of that uh once yeah. upon a jester didn't put that date down but i think it's 2023 not sure if it's got a specific month so and sports story which is next next month and and, and blanc is february 14th so actually some i reckon there's some decent picks there to be honest Fair. I mean, this is it. There's an awful lot of Clutching. stuff in there for spring, yeah. um, and it's it was a very direct. So there's gonna be something for most people who play these type of games. Yeah, Wrestle Quest as well looked quite nice. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, man, you're well, really stretching there, buddy. <laughs> Maybe clutching, yeah. okay. clutching, clutching, yeah. So, clutch, clutch. yeah. I mean, I wasn't overly impressed. I do think Rogue Legacy Two looks good. I do think Have a Nice Death looks good. Um, okay, well, two out of twenty ain't bad. Exactly, exactly. Ten percent <laughs> hit rate on ten percent, baby, and one ten percent hit rate for you on Switch. Take that yeah, all day. Exactly. Take that all fucking day. Exactly. It's to be fair, I'm two out of ten as well. I'm that <laughs> only game and the uh, sports story. So oh, it's two out of twenty. Only, we've got only, we got yeah. we got twenty games here. So. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and Blanc, yeah. Blanc looked nice, although it looked pretty simple. So I, I'm, two half, two, I'm two and a half. Two player Blanc. Yeah. Okay. Two, two and, and a half, two lovely. and a half, two and a half. Good. And there were two cats in it, so I'm bumping that up to a three. There we go. That's all you need to get Eddie involved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, overall, I think this, yeah, this direct. But then again, they only announced this direct like literally days before it happened. That's it's, very true. Yeah, I think I, I'm definitely one that goes in with a higher expectation of these directs mm. than. Than, uh, than it ever turns out to be. So I think going with the right expectation, it's just showcasing a few games. And, you know, they showcase 22 games there. Uh, there's going to be one, maybe two, that, uh, that uh, catch, your, mm. catch your eye. So there yeah. we go. Yeah, very true. But just like that was the end of their show, this is the end of ours, isn't it? We're nice. there. We've reached yes. it. So we if have. anyone wants to vehemently defend... A little to the left <laughs> or anything else. How would they get in touch with this bit? You can email us podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. You can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. Uh, our YouTube channel is Grumpy Gamers Podcast, where we put a short out this week of mm. Eddie's gameplay, Eddie's wonderful <laughs> gameplay on Warzone, 200 IQ. And made us, you made us win a, a trios, didn't you? Yeah, uh, yeah a cl- clutch victory. So that's good. Go and watch our YouTube short there. Um, and Grumpy Gamers Podcast, all one word, uh, is our Twitch channel, 7pm Thursdays. I think, guys, you two are playing Rocket League this week. Yeah, well, I'll definitely be streaming. And Pete, if you want to bring my join, level... I most certainly will. I'll bring, bring the level down, down hugely. Yeah, I haven't played it since the last time we played it, which was like four <laughs> months ago. <laughs> good, so we'll have some fun. We'll, so we'll, be, we'll I'll have some fun <laughs> in the chat. It'll be, it'll be good. Um <laughs> We'll be back to some story games soon enough, but I think this is a nice one. I enjoyed your stream last week, Eddie, so yeah, oh, cool. another one of those. Awesome. And also, 
just before we say GG, if you do want to defend a little to the left, please don't contact me. I don't want to talk to you. Oh, please. But for this I week, don't. it is GG. You must, uh, <laughs> must contact if it anyway. GG. <laughs> GG. <laughs> <laughs>